0: This is the We Are Memphis Wrestling Podcast with your host, J.D. Rieger. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Episode 14 of We Are Memphis Wrestling, the free podcast from Memphis Wrestling Plus. For exclusive content, visit MemphisWrestlingPlus.com. This week on the show, we're on location at West Carroll High School in Atwood, Tennessee with Big John Dalton and Clown Six. Let's get into it. Big John Dalton, thanks for joining me on the podcast. What's going on? Man, not much. Here we are uh, outside of Jackson. Where are we? Atwood,
1: Tennessee. Atwood, Tennessee. Is this your first time in these parks? This is my first time. It's always good to have a first time for a first thing, huh? Yeah. It's got to be kind of
0: weird for you because, I mean, you're still in high school, and here you are now basically touring around wrestling at other high
1: schools. It is. It is. It's a a good experience. I'm loving it. Uh, I, I just like touring and meeting new people and saying hello to everybody I can around here. How long have you been in the business now, professionally? I guess was your first was your first match the Stars of Tomorrow? It was. That was my first ever match. But I started training. I'm coming up on two years right now. Wow, that's a heck of a rise. It is. It is. Uh, I've enjoyed every minute of it so far. You've worked with some
0: pretty heavy hitters here locally. I know you've done a program. You were working with Mike Anthony for a bit. Now you're kind of intertwined in this whole James Ellsworth storyline. So uh, yeah, what's it been like? working with those with those cats
1: it's actually it's been amazing I mean I've, I've came home with uh, bumps and bruises here and here and there but uh, just having the opportunity to get to work with the guys like Mike Anthony uh, James Ellsworth and there's so many more it's, it's just it's amazing with the short period of time I've had what I've got to do and I'll, I'll forever be grateful for that and, uh, yeah it's it's been amazing what do you Take away from 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 those
0: from those encounters. Like, how do you how do you see yourself improving with each with each encounter out there?
1: Uh, I always ask for feedback after my match from them guys, and I, they always tell me something I can fix. And whenever uh, the good thing about it is I can go to training next week and I can work on whatever they gave me my feedback on. And it's just uh, I get in there and I grind and I grind it so I can get it perfect. And I keep trying and trying. It'll take me a while, but I can finally get it. And uh, I'm just glad that I have them guys around me that can give me the feedback to tell me what I'm doing wrong and what I'm doing right. So that's always a good thing to have too. Do you find yourself now in a position because you're not a newcomer around the wrestle
0: center? So surely there's like new faces around there that you probably find yourself giving little pointers to here and there too. That's got to be kind of a weird, you know, because you're a trainee, but
1: you're a pro, but you know, you're helping people, but you're still getting help. That's, that's just kind of a crazy uh, situation. Yes, it is. Uh, that's one thing I like about training at Memphis is because we always we always have new students come in and the ones that's been there like me, Morgan, uh, Ray Ray, we always uh, bounce off ideas with each other, try different stuff, help the guys that need to be helped and we can only help them to a certain extent that we know but we also have good trainees and good trainers that come in, Dustin, Derek and so on and that's just always good to have that extra leg, you know, so you can have somebody to rely on and I'm all Again, I'm always grateful for that too. I've seen you wrestle at the at the Wrestle Center a bunch, but you were just at
0: uh, in Strayhorn, Mississippi last weekend. And here we are in Atwood at West Carroll. How is the vibe
1: at a show like this different from the Wrestle Center? Uh, it's a different crowd. This is uh this isn't really a wrestling crowd. This is more of an entertaining crowd, and that's my goal is to entertain anybody that lays their eyes on me. And so going around traveling, I can meet new people and get my name out there. Just not only for other promoters and stuff like that, but for fans that want to come to the Wrestle Center and they can see me because they like me at this show or that show. And uh, that's always good to have. The more eyes you get, I feel like the more people you can bring into the Wrestle Center. And help them grow are you getting recognized now from being on TV and stuff? I am. I, I There's been more people at school shows like this that came up to me, never met before, and they're like, oh, you're Big John Dalton off of Memphis Wrestling. And I, I, it warms my heart, it really does, to know that people's watching the show and recognize me and remember my name. Yeah, yeah.
0: At a show like this, you're not working to the cameras. Is that, like, a totally different approach
1: for you? Uh, no, because that's one thing about training we do. We They teach us how to work with the cameras and work without the cameras and it's easier working without the cameras because you have just the fans you can work to where at at training they teach us to work with the cameras again and without cameras but it, it comes second-hand nature to me whenever they tell us "All right, you got cameras and when you don't have cameras because more than likely there's always gonna be somebody filming and so you just gotta watch what you do in front of the cameras and without cameras yeah, yeah, for sure. It seems like it would be almost—it would be more natural to just play to the crowd, regardless.
0: Right, right, right. Sure. Well, I know that uh, Memphis Wrestling isn't the only place you've worked. You made your debut at, I guess, the sister organization of Memphis Wrestling, EPW, down in Mississippi. How was that?
1: Uh, it went well. Uh, I'm actually right down the road from Boomble, so a lot of people knew me. A lot of my family was there. Uh, respect for Neil and them. Uh, they they treat me right. I, I actually grew up watching EPW uh, from the time I was like four to the time I was ten and I, I, that's just like my second at home. But uh, Memphis Wrestling always a been home, but I, I enjoyed going to Boom. Yeah,
0: it seems like there's a lot of back and forth. A lot of performers work both places. Obviously, Neil works for
1: Memphis Wrestling also, so there's a lot of connectivity there between the two companies. Right, right. And they also just now started up having TV. Well, not just now, but uh, I want to say, I, I don't know the exact date, but it's been a while now. But uh, they also are picked up on WTVA and that's a big channel around where I live. And I was glad to be able to be on Channel 9 out there in Boonville. Uh, again, shout-out to Neil and them. They treated me right. That's awesome.
0: That's awesome. Well, I know we're, we're heading into another show at the Wrestle Center this Sunday. Do you know what you're
1: going to be up to? Uh, I'm not sure, but I do know... I'll always be there for MKZ. So if he, if she needs help, I'll be there for her. All right. Thank I'll, you. All right. I can I can live with that. Big job, Dalton. Thanks for joining me on the thank podcast. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Sir.
2: Sure.
0: How do you want to be? Int- how do you like to be introduced? To, I mean, I know d- no one says DJ Clown. Is it no, Clown Goodlow? Is that how you? Is that your stage name or is that your performance my, name? My
2: stage name is Clown Six. Okay. With a, a Roman numeral. That's, but that's your Facebook name, is the other... Yeah, well, my, my real name is Chris. Okay. But uh, Your shoot name, yes. as they say. Well, that's... My grandma calls me Clown, so as far as I'm concerned, that's my real name. Really? Yeah. How, so. did, how did that come about? Um, man, honestly, I came up with a bunch of different stories to tell people back in the day. <laughs> uh, but it just comes down to, man, I used to be a little uh, gangster wannabe. And I, I had the graffiti bug. And uh, I just went through different names and tagging them on stuff until I found clown, and I just liked the way that it looked when I wrote it. And uh, I used to spell it, you know, normally K- uh, C-L-O-W-N. Sure. But uh, in high school, my senior year in high school, I read I read Mouse, the comic book, and I was like, I'm changing the way I spell my name. Nice. And to the, the A the A with the umla uh, and then the U. So. And and where did you, where did you grow up? Pine Bluff, Arkansas. Pine Bluff,
0: Arkansas. My man over here is from the Jonesboro area. Is that right? The Helena area. Right on. No, but you have connections to Jonesboro also.
2: Okay. Right on. Yeah, well, yeah. I went to school there for one semester. Really?
0: Yeah. And uh, But you're at, are you in Little Rock now or are you still in... No, I'm still in Pine Bluff. Still yeah. in Pine Bluff.
2: I, well, I kind of do everything a little bit all over, you know. And
0: which did you get involved in first, the DJ game or the
2: wrestling business? Oh, definitely the DJ thing. Um, I I only got into the wrestling gig. Uh, I, I came to a show at the Wrestle Center. Uh, I just came to get the Boogeyman's autograph, but uh, the vibe in there was just so rad that me and my friends we just kept coming back. And then uh, you know I found out that uh, Justin was running the training school, and uh, man, I had just gotten kind of over a mental health hump, and I was like on fire, ready to go, do anything. Uh, and uh, I just gotten a new job with a new schedule and everything was just lining up, stars perfect. So I was like, cool, I'm doing this. And uh, then I got uh, K. Toomer put out a, uh, a Facebook post. He needed some extras in a promo video for the Grind City Rumble two years ago. And so my, my friends and I, we, we hit him up and we, we got to play Dead Bodies in his, uh, in his promo video. And uh, I was talking to him, and he's like, man, Justin Starr could teach you to be a wrestling manager. That's really what I wanted to do. Okay. So uh, I, gave, I gave Justin a shout, dropped a deposit. I mean, I, I think I was – I went to two shows, and then I was like, I'm doing this. That's cool. It, I mean, do you still have desire to be a manager, or are oh, you pretty absolutely. settled
0: in the DJ role? Oh,
2: no, I really want to be the manager. You know, I got hurt last year and everything, so that really yeah. – that, that, completely stopped my training and uh, so I'll see what the doctor says here in a couple of weeks actually see if I can go back I've been doing calisthenics and stuff and uh, but I haven't really been putting much weight on it um, but we'll see like I said I got a doctor's appointment here in a couple of weeks and we'll see what he says about the old foot
0: yeah best of luck on that so so you want to be a manager. I, you know, I, I thought maybe... Because you, you're a pretty successful DJ outside of the wrestling business also.
2: I wouldn't say successful. I'm getting busier. Uh, success is a kind of a a weird word to say, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm getting a little bit more notice around where I live and stuff. And, um, I'm, I'm, I'm like, I said, a pretty booked well, up. Well, You're a working DJ. I yeah.
0: mean, yeah, yeah. Um, you're not aspiring or anything. You're, you're a working professional DJ. And, um, so like, I, I, but so, but the wrestling thing, is that like dream number one? Is that the, is that the goal?
2: Um, it really kind of just came about here like i said in the last year and a half since i I started hanging out in memphis um you know i've always been into wrestling i did backyard stuff when i was younger um completely untrained you know none of us knew what we were doing but we just had a lot of fun doing it yeah um but i don't know really kind of now it's uh i kind of want to mix them i kind of want to go around and just do wrestling shows you know, i do a lot of weddings and stuff obviously but uh yeah I, I really just like the wrestling crowd vibe you know i used to be a bar dj and do karaoke and stuff and man that just got really really draining after yeah. a while you know as a as a bar musician i feel like i know what you're saying and yeah so like but the the vibe at wrestling shows is just it's there's nothing like it um, it's any, an earlier night it's early exactly um anywhere you go anywhere in america any small town there's some white-haired person in the front row screaming at these wrestlers (laughs) like it's real and it's amazing and i love it
0: yeah we we were just in jackson at a toy store on the way up here and there was a poster for a wrestling show full of guys that i had never heard of or anything like that it was just like but i bet i bet exactly that scene is going on i bet there is that white-haired lady in the front going shaking her cane at somebody exactly
2: and i I just love that that you know I can't get enough of it Um, that we had a really nice uh, independent wrestling company in Little Rock for a while and then it changed to a different company Uh, shout out to TCW and CWA Matt Riviera all those guys I love y'all and then you know they kind of COVID squashed them they they totally went away and uh, I didn't even know that there was any indie wrestling going on in Arkansas when when I found Memphis and then uh, but when I started like I said I started hanging out with uh, K Toomer and he he opened up the whole world of independent wrestling in Arkansas to me
0: yeah yeah he seems to be booked all over Arkansas
2: I love it you know and we and he's got his own thing going on with the Brothers of Four Pillar Wrestling they've got their big show coming up uh, in July uh, I DJ'd the, la- the last one last year had a absolute blast I'm doing the one I'm doing it this year it's gonna be so much fun
0: what is your commute like for all these Memphis wrestling gigs? How far is Pine Bluff?
2: Pine Bluff is 30 minutes south of Little Rock, so I'm two and a half hours from Memphis. Okay. That's not too bad. No, nah, man. it's, it's that's I-40. still some dedication. Uh, well, you know, it just depends on what we're doing.
0: yeah. Yeah. What kind of a manager do you see yourself being? Are you a heel manager, or are you a babyface manager? I
2: don't want to be a heel manager, but I know that I'm sure at some point I'll have to uh, you know play I, that role.
0: I just uh, I don't know if you've heard it, but uh, the the last episode of the podcast that I just put out as we record this was uh, a conversation <laughs> it was a heel manager conversation with uh, Hollywood Jimmy and Barnabas the Leader, right. and they talk about how they both discuss you know vehemently how they hate working with babyface managers,
2: right well i'm not really sure exactly how to approach it like i was i was talking to a couple of people today about the whole dynamic of a baby face manager because it's it's actually pretty rare like, yeah, what, like Jimmy what, is Hart a baby, what does a baby face manager do there's a few I can, just a cheerleader yeah
0: we named a few in the podcast but it's a rare thing it's much more common to find the the bad guy manager. But
2: I'm i'm sure deep in my heart i can find a villain <laughs> if i really wanted to be but, uh, you know, really, it, all of that just boils down to uh, what the doc says about the foot. Yeah. You know, I've kind of really put the hold on that dream for right now just to see what he says, because I don't want to hold on to it if it's never going to happen. You know what I'm saying? Because I still have a lot more training to do. All right. Yeah. So. Well, I mean, there's a lot that, you know...
0: Jimmy like, doesn't get in the ring too much, true, you know. True. There's got to be something you could do.
2: Absolutely. Well, you know, also, you know, there's everybody needs a riff.
0: Um so. Do you have any idea about what the character would be or anything at this point? Um definitely, definitely. I don't want to give away too much. Yeah, I don't want to spoil yet. it in case it's gonna be on TV.
2: Yeah. But yeah, definitely of course I've watched wrestling just like all of us. Well, you know, we've we've been watching this for decades and decades and we, we pick up little pieces of what we like from this person, what we like from this person, and we're gonna mix it up into our own characters and you know that's that's how wrestling works. You also make theme music for some of the guys, right? Uh yeah. Or you have? Yes. Um, We did the music for Tim Bosby.
0: Yes, uh, which got stuck in my head for like a week.
2: Yeah, I recorded that over at Kate Toomer's house. We're actually probably going to re-record that here pretty soon, because he just got a whole new studio set up. Oh, that's cool. Oh, yeah, it's going to be nice. Um, Yeah, I worked with uh, my friend uh, PJ Paula Beta down in... um, kingsland arkansas he runs runaway music Uh, he's working with the johnny cash's family down there rebuilding uh the the music room for the school down there has been shut down for a long time uh they're rebuilding the music room into a a state-of-the-art studio it's really going to be awesome that's where i've been doing a whole lot of recording oh that's cool yeah so you're looking to do more stuff like that too oh absolutely um we just did i just did three songs for uh big john dalton oh um he needs three songs well uh we, his, you know, his dad, his dad came to me on, on a little secret. tip. He said, "Hey, you know, I want to get Dalton a song." So I was like, "Okay, cool. Do you have any ideas?" He's like, "Well, I got this idea. I got this idea. I'll quit. Okay. Yeah. I'm just gonna, I'm gonna make three songs and see which one you pick." I made three. He's like, "I like all of these."
0: Oh, one could be for like heel Dalton, and one
2: definitely. could be for. There, there's there's one has a heel Dalton. vibe and one definitely has the the babyface vibe. That's uh, it's gonna that's probably what he'll come out to tonight because he'll be with uh, McKenzie. Yeah,
0: yeah. How do you approach uh, right, you know, composing those like heel or babyface music differently?
2: Well, it's it's really not so much uh, that I compose uh like the ones I got for Dalton. I I I wrapped a whole lot back in the day, so I've I've got beats that I've paid for and bought and just never released. So I was letting uh, JD roll through them and just pick out kind of ones that he liked and then I took him to PJ and he put, dropped some really rad guitar over him and uh, I did you know a couple of little vocals and you know women interest me.
0: That's cool. That's cool.
2: Well anything anything you want to get in before I let you get back to the D- DJ booth? Uh, man, like and follow natural noise entertainment uh, on Facebook. I'll be working on some content for the Facebook, or not Facebook, but the uh, YouTube and everything here pretty soon. And uh, yeah, that's, it's been pretty busy, so it's it's hard to carve out a block of time to really do creation because there's so much business going on, you know? Yeah. So, but other than that, uh, Hardcore Squared on, on YouTube. Look up Hardcore Squared that's my old uh that's my old backyard troupe. uh my friend tommy brand he's a genius he's the one that edited all the videos and stuff it's pretty much all his brainchild all Really right. rad stuff yeah i'll look that up very cool very cool right thanks. on man i mean i appreciate y'all having me over
0: here it's really rad yeah man thanks clown thanks for joining me thank y'all The We Are Memphis Wrestling Podcast is produced by J.D. Rieger for Memphis Wrestling Plus. Our ring announcer is Terrence Ward. Our theme music is High Rise by Glory. For more information and exclusive content, visit memphiswrestlingplus.com.